BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Money Movers, I'm your host, Tanya Sam, and welcome back to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Our next guest is an American Football League linebacker for the Green Bay Packers of the NFL. Oh, wait. Correction, he was with the Green Bay Packers because he recently signed a two-year, $5 million deal to be a linebacker for the 49ers. Say what? Oren, thank you so much for being here. Money Movers, please welcome to the podcast, Oren Burks. How are we doing? I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. Well, thank you for being here and congratulations. I hear you just inked this new deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's been a whirlwind of a week, but excited to break some moves down for you guys and, uh, and share a little bit of my story. Well, incredible. So, Oren, um, thank you again for being here. I know it's a big week for you, so we appreciate you taking the time out. Um, I want to go back and I want to give our Money Movers audience a sense of like how you got to where you are. You know, you're known for being, um, you know, a fantastic NFL linebacker, but you're also involved in a lot of different philanthropy movements. Um, you're really into the Web3 and crypto space, but let's start with football and how you sort of got your start in, that, in the league. Yeah, so uh, kind of going back to uh, high school, I, I actually was a basketball player kind of growing up. And uh, one of my friends dared me to come out for the football team, and it ended up kind of working out. Uh, obviously, in yeah. the NFL, uh, <laughs> went to school at Vanderbilt, uh, went there for four years. And for me, uh, the transition from high school to college, uh, athletic, athletics was important, but academics was even more important than the opportunities that came from that. 
Uh, and I knew that Nashville was going to be a great city for me. And I knew the network that uh, Vanderbilt alumni uh, had would be really important to careers that I was going to pursue in, in, in the future. So kind of transitioned from college to the pros. Uh, I was extremely blessed to be drafted by, in the third round by the Green Bay Packers, 88th pick. And uh, it was it was life changing. Wow. Uh, a lot of. Uh, hard work and dedication that led to that moment and was able to kind of uh, just be financially uh, compensated for a lot of the work that went into uh, the, the college process. But uh, as I got my foot, my feet wet in the league, knew I wanted to pursue other passions at the same time. And um, it's, it's been a blessing. I'm excited to get to that second contract because it's there's not too many people that can say they've gotten to the second contract in the league. So yeah, it's a big deal. This, yeah, a lot of gratitude. Um, so what's interesting is, you know, some, we've had a lot of different athletes on the podcast as well, but, you know, from a very early age, as you just said, you knew that the academics had to be as important as your performance on the field. Who was it that really instilled that into you? And, you know, I think oftentimes when people are gifted with athletic ability and they're like, okay, I'm on track to get to the league. How did you stay focused on knowing that you had to pay attention to the academics? And even, you know, you said, hey, I was really keen to recognize that if I went into this university system, it would afford me the opportunity to network and beyond. Like, where did you learn those sort of lessons at such a young age? Yeah, definitely said my parents instilled that very early on uh, for me and my sister. She played softball at Stanford. And uh, as you can tell, we've got an athletic family and very smart. She's an engineer and lives out in Palo Alto Sheesh. still. And, uh, yeah, from, from the jump, like we weren't able to go to practice or play until we had all of our homework done. So it's kind of those early discipline moments from our parents that were instilled that we kind of carried over to college and uh, pursuing other things that we we're passionate about. So definitely started early. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And I think, you know, telling those stories that it's two sides for, you know, our young and aspiring athletes, like the academics and on top of it, you know, their, their athletic performances. All right. So now you've drafted, you've spent years in the league. Um, how did you go about, and you've got this huge contract, so you've got all this money now, you had fame, notoriety, you know, how did you miss the black holes that oftentimes athletes fall into in terms of like, listen, I spent all my money, I gave it to the wrong person. How did you enter into the league um, and really know what you had to do to become the businessman you are today? I would definitely say just surrounding myself with great mentors. Uh, there's a number of mentors that I've kind of linked on to here in Nashville and during my time in high school even uh, that have kind of helped me escape some of those pitfalls that you see early on in your career as an NFL athlete because it's there's no other case where you're throwing this much <laughs> money at a young age and you have to be able to kind of just, just figure it out as yeah. you go. And I've definitely made some mistakes and definitely made some, uh, some big moves that have paid off for me, but uh, just it's a learning process and you just have to be uh, a continual learner. Like I always try to learn different things from different people and different experiences. So um, it's, it's definitely not a one, one shoe fits all type of deal. You kind of have to learn as you go. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's go to your philanthropy side, because one of the beautiful blessings of being thrown, as you say, into this arena with all this money is you can choose how to spend it. And you've been very intentional in, you know, becoming a philanthropist in and of your own right. You've traveled to some of my favorite places in the world, such as Ghana and done football camps there. It is called the Oren Burks football, Ghana football school. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so it kind of started even from high school. One of my best friends, uh, he's from Ghana. And from that time, he was like, you got to go to Ghana. You got to go to Ghana, experience it for yourself. 
Uh, and this past year, we were able to make that happen. And I was just really blown away by how beautiful the culture is there. Uh, the, the country is just phenomenal. Like, I yeah. feel like the American perception of Africa is completely different from what it actually is. So everybody, I encourage you to go to either West Africa or something. You got to go to your you got to go to your roots and experience that for yourself. And uh, I was I was just blown away. I'm actually going back here in a couple of weeks in April and good uh, build on the, the football camp that we started last year. And, and uh, we have some cool things ahead. I can't share everything, but we have some cool things ahead for that. So were you guys in Accra or where were you based out of? Yeah, we were in Accra, uh, went to all over. We went to uh, Cape Coast. We went up to Osu, like, yeah. traveled all over. We spent a lot of time in the car, but at the same time, <laughs> everywhere you went, there was just beauty. So uh, I'm excited to get back out there and kind of have a more laid back visit because last time yeah. I feel like we were going, going, going. And was, oh, don't worry. Days. It doesn't matter what you're doing there. There's no such thing as laid back. Ghanaians know how to party. <laughs> they know how to work hard. They know how to train hard. So, yeah, yeah. you won't get laid back, but you will have a great time. <laughs> Absolutely. They don't sleep there at all. I'll say no, <laughs> they, we definitely do not. But let's talk about starting a football camp because I think, you know, people and what I'm seeing more and more is people actually really do want to give back. But everyone thinks it's so hard. You need to have a nonprofit in this. And yes, those are steps that you need to have. But talk about like formulating this football camp and just like from the grassroots, this is an idea where you were like, I had an idea, I dreamed it up. And here we are. You got to go to Ghana and create a football camp. Yeah, so it really just started with anytime I travel, I like to like engage with the culture as much as possible. So like for me, I'm like football has given so much for me. I would love to be able to give that back to some of the, the people there in Accra. And uh, I was blown away by the talent that they have there. There's so many guys that are athletic and they're hungry uh, and they just need an opportunity. So that's what we're kind of working on now is the, the back piece of like how to bridge the gap between uh, athletes in Accra and Ghana and great, greater West Africa and the States because there's so many opportunities for scholarships and things like that. But really it just takes uh, kind of building your team. My, my best friend Kwamina Van Dyke, uh, he's been kind of spearheading everything. Um, and we have a lot of people on the ground that are working really hard to organize all yeah. of the registrations and things like that. And uh, you just have to have a team that you really trust and uh, works hard and have those same values that kind of align with you. So. Uh, I'm blessed to have the guys that I do because I know I couldn't do it all with my schedule. There's no way I'm just kind of like the face of it all. Like, <laughs> there's so many people behind the scenes that are working to make this happen. Okay, now I have to ask, like, did you show up with a football camp and did everyone come with a soccer ball or a football? Like, what were they expecting? <laughs> I was actually kind of blown away. So we, we partnered with, uh, with the organization that actually works with kids. Like, they do football drills almost on a weekly basis. So... Uh, Gaff, they do a great job with the kids and uh, we kind of stepped in and was like, all right, this is uh, my experience as an NFL athlete and uh, share some drills and tips to kind of help them improve. So uh, they already had something in place that they had an idea of what American football is. But now the goal is to kind of take it from uh, this nucleus here in Accra to the, to the greater uh, Ghana area. Oh, great. Fantastic. That would be great. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. 
The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, so you are also a very diverse entrepreneur. You're starting to get really excited about blockchain and cryptocurrencies. How did you sort of make and foray into that ecosystem and industry? Yeah, it started late 2017, early 2018. One of my mentors here in Nashville, he was telling me about Bitcoin, <laughs> Ethereum, and Litecoin. And I thought he was saying Bitcoin the whole time, but I ended up researching it a little bit later. You obviously saw the, I was taking some stipends that we got in college and throwing those at Bitcoin and just letting it ride. And uh, it's paid off greatly. Obviously, the price of Bitcoin was uh, around 5,000 or so then. Oh, so wow. You were early. It, yeah, it got in pretty early and awesome. uh, just kind of rolled out. And uh, as as I've done more research, I've just, just blown away by the technology of blockchain, how it's going to change the way that we do business, the way we do life. Um, so that's that's kind of I'm a long term Bitcoin guy. I, I dollar cost average every month and oh wow, I kind of let it ride and and don't really look at the price a ton because like in the long run I know I'm a long term uh, investor so I know like in the long term it's going to pay off great dividends for me and my family. But um, it's fun to watch. It goes up and down pretty quickly, but 
you got to be along for the ride. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I definitely hold some Bitcoin and some other um, more stable coins and some altcoins. Like, yeah. depends on the day. But I love it. And, you know, I really am passionate about getting more black people and people of color to really recognize what the blockchain is going to do for technology yeah. and the greater world. You know, especially as someone who's spent a lot of time in the developing countries, just understanding what having these decentralized currencies that... I mean, give access to folks who might not have had a bank account, might not have had places to store money or wealth. So it's it's a big deal. And I'm glad, you know, when people like yourself that are prominent football players, they're standing up going like block blockchain and owning Bitcoin, holding it is going to, you know, greatly impact, you know, the financial wealth of my family. Like people pay attention to that. People pay attention Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. And you can sure. look at what's happening in Ukraine. And there's been hundreds of millions of dollars that have been raised through yes. cryptocurrency to help aid people directly in Ukraine. So I think the technology is just phenomenal in terms of just having no uh, government ordinance that yep. runs it. There's no SEC. Like there, there's nothing that really controls uh, the, the technology but itself. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting to see how it's going to it like impact the way that we, we do our daily lives. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, a couple more questions for you, Oren. Talk about, um, you know, what happens after football? I feel like you're a man who's got a lot of past, past in front of him and, you know, a lot of determination to get to every point in your life. What happens after football? Are you planning that far or what's next for you? Uh, yes and no. I would definitely say uh, I'm taking the steps necessary to be able to transition smoothly. Uh, for me, it's all about generational wealth for me and my family. And I uh, want to have passive income that is going to support us in the lifestyle that we're living right now, uh, regardless if I'm playing ball or not. Uh, so if all my investments and all the different things that I'm looking into researching are kind of geared towards that theory. And um, I don't know, I'm just I feel like I'm young. I'm kind of dabbling yeah. in a lot of different things, doing a little bit of VC, doing a little bit of real estate, doing uh, obviously the camp in Ghana. So I'm kind of just like seeing what I enjoy doing, see what kind of aligns. Uh, and from there, I'll be able to kind of make a decision where uh, I want to like focus in on yeah. after I finish playing ball. You know, and I love that because I feel like oftentimes, you know, we ask these questions and we expect like a perfect box answer. After yeah. real, after football, I'm going to do X. And I yeah. think like times are changing so much now that it's actually acceptable and encouraged. Try different things. You don't have to have this very linear career path that you do for 80 years. Like I think about our parents' generation where they were like, you're gonna go to school, you're gonna get a job, and you're gonna work in that job for the next five, six decades. Like people are changing and iterating their dreams, their realities, like all the time. And I think that's such a wonderful thing. We get to try on different coats. Yep, absolutely. With new information, you got to make new decisions. I feel yeah. like that's something that our generation is definitely learning as we go. Like it's like, all right, I don't have to be pigeonholed into this role my entire life. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the freedom of it all because like I know this like the passions that I'm pursuing off the field aren't the main money maker for me right now. There's something that I can like, all right, I can dabble in this, I can dabble in that, and see what works out in the long run, you know. And I think it's you know about building a lot of experience, like it's world experience, you know, you're traveling globally, but just also knowing that those things pay off and, you know, yeah, this is the moneymaker for the family, but you're learning all these things. So, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years, God knows how, God willing, your football career will be very long, but you know, you have yeah. a lot of choices because you've built a lot of experience. So do you have any advice for aspiring athletes? Like a lot has changed with the league these days. You know, we have new, um, there's new laws for, you know, high school athletes. Like what would, how do you advise 
up and coming athletes on getting a career in with longevity in the sports world these days? Yeah, I'd definitely say the, the biggest impact I think for me has been kind of mentors, uh, people that have already been where I want to go. So uh, I have a number of them in different fields. So one in real estate, one in kind of mm. impact investing. And uh, I pick their brain a lot about like different ideas that I have that come up. Um, and that has been like a guiding light for me, honestly, because it, it just provides me a little bit of direction without uh, falling into those pitfalls that you normally see. So I would definitely encourage you to, to really reach out. Like, honestly, like, the accessibility that we have as athletes is, is so rare. Like at any mm. point I can like DM anybody on Instagram or Twitter and I like, Hey, I'm, I play for the 49ers or whatever it is. I want to learn about this. Would you be open for a conversation? Yeah. And times I, and they're going to answer that. So uh, you have to use the platform that you have and make connections that are going to uh, pay great dividends later on in life. And uh, the more people that, you know, I feel like everybody knows everybody in, in some kind of sense, like the world becomes kind of a little bit smaller as you, continue to network and, uh, and put yourself out there as well. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Oren, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for your time. And before we leave, I just wanna say, do you have anything to say to your new 49ers fans? To the faithful, I'm excited to get started being in Silicon Valley in the San Francisco area. Uh, there's, there's so many opportunities there for impact on and off the field, and I'm excited to be here. So thank you for welcoming me in. And can you also share with our Money Moves audience where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, I'm on social media at Bang Tom Burks on Twitter, Instagram, every, every social. Uh, and also I have a website at OrenBurks.com. That's another thing for young athletes, get your website domain as soon as possible. Get something up. You should be able to tell your story the way you want to without your Instagram pages and everything else. So they should know who you are based on your website. So. Ooh, that is great advice. I think people yeah. think like, you know, it's just about your Instagram or this, but like get your own website from the jump. And they're yep. so easy and cheap to create nowadays. You can do it yourself. Absolutely. If you have a TikTok, yeah, you can my, make your own website. Does web, uh, web design and graphic design. And she had me buy my website domain in college. It was like I was like a junior. She put everything up. Uh, that was an amazing thing. Even for the draft, uh, she, we had a website in place and there was like tons and tons of hits to my direct website because wow. I put in my Instagram bio. So like, yep. people were tell, hearing my story from me. Oh, I wow. Like that kind of I love that. That is really great advice. Well, Oren, thank you so much. You are a wealth of great advice and such an inspiring story for so many of us. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks to you. All right, Money Movers, that's all the time we have for today, but make sure to follow Oren on all his social media handles and go 49ers. If we have helped you make your money move, please make sure to let us know by sending us a like, sharing the knowledge on your social, and or leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Make sure to tune in Monday through Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.